Hi, this is Haley Chura, and you're listening to a special episode of the Iron Women podcast with a companion YouTube video. If you prefer visual demonstrations and actually seeing today's guests and myself, head over to YouTube, search for the Live Feisty Media channel, and it should pop right up. If podcasts are more your thing, keep listening. Most of the male runners figured if any woman wants to run 26 miles in a driving rain, let her run. But veteran Boston trainer Jock Semple thought the whole thing was silly. No, there's enough competition for women. What the heck? Why did they want to tackle the, the, the toughest thing in the world? It's just the women and their stubbornness just want to do something that they're not supposed to do. That's all there is to it. You know that. You're married. That was 50 years ago. In the time since, women have made remarkable progress towards equality in sport. Today, 40% of all athletes are women, and yet women still receive less than 4% of media coverage. The Iron Woman podcast wants to help change that. We interview female professional athletes and other remarkable women making breakthroughs in endurance, sport, and research. So that when I grow up, I will have heroes. I'm Alyssa Gadeski. I'm Haley Chura. And I'm Rosalie. And you're listening to the Iron Women podcast. Again, this is Haley, and I'm at home. The pool's closed, and like many of you, I'm trying to figure out how to maintain some swim fitness while I can't get to the pool. Luckily, 30 years of swimming means I've had a chance to meet a lot of expert swim coaches. And just like us, these coaches are trying to figure out how to keep their athletes, including Olympic hopefuls, healthy and ready to go once the pools reopen and the races resume. So today, I'm joined by University of Louisville assistant coach Stephanie Yunker and the head coach of Slidell, Louisiana's New Wave Swim Club, Sarah Harrington. Both women were collegiate athletes themselves and are currently working with some of the world's best swimmers. I asked these two elite swim coaches to share a few strength exercises that you and I can be doing from the comfort of our own home. As I mentioned at the top of the show, if you really want to actually see me demonstrate any of the exercises Steph and Sarah described, Head over to the Live Feisty YouTube channel for a visual demonstration, and let's admit it, probably a few laughs as well. I also want to give a special shout out to Iron Women podcast sponsor, Form Swim Goggles. Our friends at Form encourage you to do what you can to maintain some swim fitness right now, and while you're out of the water, you can still check out formswim.com to learn more about the Form Swim Goggles and get excited about a return to the pool, hopefully in the not-too-distant future. And with that, here's my conversation with Stephanie Yunker and Sarah Harrington. Welcome, Sarah Harrington and Stephanie Yunker, to a very special YouTube slash audio Iron Woman podcast episode. I wanted to bring you both on to talk about swimming in the time of no pool access. I think a lot of us are dealing with very, very similar conditions right now where we, we really love our swimming, we love our pool access, and we don't have it. So... I am very, very thankful that you're here today to give us a little, a few tips and a little insight into what you have your own athletes doing. Um, I guess we'll start with introductions. If we want to start with, uh, let's start with Stephanie. Do you want to tell us who you are and 
where you are and um, just a little bit about you. Sure. Uh, my name is Stephanie Yunker. I live in Louisville, Kentucky. I am an assistant coach at the University of Louisville. Uh, have been here for six years now. And uh, yeah, it's been a, been a crazy last week. Um, but I've been swimming my entire life. Uh, I would say I've been involved in the sport probably, probably for uh, a good bit of the last 25 years uh, and uh, as a swimmer and then now uh, coaching and love it, even though uh, it's a little tricky right now. Thanks, Steph. And Sarah Harrington, you're joining us as well. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, yes, I uh, grew up swimming actually here in Louisiana. I swam at Clemson University and I'm actually a, well, got my degree uh, as a registered nurse and worked up until I had kids. And then after I had kids, I kind of stopped nursing. And now I am a full-time coach. Um, I started my, my own team actually probably two and a half years ago. And then we kind of rolled into now I am the lead side coach, site coach um, for New Wave Swim Club. And they are actually based out of New Orleans, but I run the site program in Slidell. Well, a nurse and a coach, you're probably getting the double whammy of questions these days. So we're very, very thankful to have you here. And to kind of start off, the question I've been asked most frequently is, is what should I be doing as like an exercise at home on dry land that hopefully will help me maintain a little bit of my swim fitness? So I, there's a, you know, a lot of different ideas, but we're just looking for you know, one or two maybe that we can, our listeners and our viewers could try at home and um, you know, try to keep a little swim fitness for when the pools do reopen and the races happen again. So Steph, I'll start with you, an exercise that people should be trying. Sure. I think uh, one of the things very, very simple in swimming uh, is working on body position. Uh, so core is a huge thing that we talk about with our athletes um, from, you know, early stages all the way to the elite Olympic level. So um, doing core, but focusing on body position. So maybe not your tip crunches, uh, but doing planks uh, on the ground. Um, there's a million different variations, but can really help with thinking about, okay, what do you, you want your body position to be in the water? Um, and then Haley and I also had talked about, and I think she has maybe some videos of uh, doing some stretch cords um, to really focus on the catch in swimming. I know for triathlons, you're trying to save your legs um, for the a lot of leg-driven things <laughs> that are still to come in the triathlon. Uh, so trying to use your upper body more. Uh, and so I think that the ability to really work on the catch, this could be a great time uh, to do that with some stretch cords that you could attach you know, to anything in your house, a doorknob um, or something in the garage and, and really focus on that. I, I do love the stretch cords and I do have a video for everyone. And I, I chose <laughs> to go with the bed frame, attaching to the bed frame. It, this okay. little, that's a tricky part of it. You know, I didn't think about that until I was actually doing it where I'm like, where can I attach this? I'm not gonna do like major damage. So um, great, great uh, exercise tips there. What about you, Sarah? Do you have any others that people should try? Yeah, so going along with what Stephanie said, you know, I always have a core focus, especially right now as I'm doing live dry land with my team every day, I, I always make sure there's core involved and um, you know, without swimming and you know you can get out there and you can run and right now you can cycle but you're not able to use your arms so um, my two exercises that I would probably pick out would be the um, 
plank shoulder taps where you're actually engaged in a plank, but you're using your chest muscles and your shoulder muscles to do tap your shoulders while keeping your body really um, still and engage your core. And then one would probably be scapula push-ups for all those stabilization muscles and your um, your back muscles and it's tightening all those shoulder muscles and engaging everything again while in a plank position. And how many reps would you suggest someone do of each of those exercises, especially if they, they haven't done them before? Um, I would probably start out, you know, maybe you want to build the endurance first. So maybe start with some reps of 12 or more if you can, but maybe start with like two sets. And then as you, the, you get more comfortable, try to go up to three sets and then, you know, just build that endurance first, because those are the exercises where you really want, you know, all those stabilization muscles to have that endurance when you get back in the water that they're there. So that's what I would recommend is 12 or more. Okay. And Sarah, is there anything we should be thinking about when we're doing a plank, like, where our session should be, um, you know, back or any, any cues that you might, uh, are, um, you know, just making sure their form is good. Um, head position is always neutral position, just like in the water. We always want to make sure our head is in neutral position. Um, whenever I'm talking to my kids about doing a plank, I'm make sure you have a straight line from your shoulders all the way down to your heels, belly button to spine, squeeze your rib cage and kind of hold it there and make sure you're always breathing as well. And Steph, same kind of question when we relate to stretch cords. What should we be really focusing on in form there? Head position, same neutral position? Yes, for sure. Um, making sure that the head is in line uh, with your spine, right? And, uh, we talk about in the pool staying tall a lot. You don't wanna swim small, you wanna swim tall. Um, but then focusing on that early uh, front quadrant, as we like to call it, right? If you break the stroke into four pieces, that very front part. So we talk a lot about fingertips forward and fingertips down. So just focusing on that good early high elbow catch. Um, I think sometimes people think that high elbow means out of the water. It actually is referring to the high elbow catch in the water. And I think uh, another thing that would be a great suggestion that maybe you're not doing physically, but to watch a lot of video of there's so much stuff on YouTube um, that you can watch, especially of that high elbow catch, watch the elite, elite swimmers um, could give you a good reference to see how you're doing. Who should we be Googling? Name some elite names. Any, any universal uh, swimmers? Yeah, we have plenty of those. Uh, our, our butterflyer, Kelsey Worrell, Dahlia. Uh, has been on the, the U.S. National Comerford Freestyler, specifically, obviously, for triathlons. Um, someone like Katie Ledecky, uh, Michael Phelps, of course. Um, those are all great examples if you just Google uh, <laughs> swimming freestyle. A, a whole plethora of uh, video to watch online. Well, thank you both so much for coming on tonight and giving us a little bit of peace of mind that's going to lose everything in a couple weeks and there are still things that we can be doing so i really really appreciate you thank you awesome thanks for having us haley thanks again to stephanie yunker and sarah harrington for being my guests on the show today and if you do want to see me demonstrating how to use stretch cords or do a plank shoulder tap definitely head to the live feisty youtube channel for some visual entertainment and you might learn something too 
Good luck to all the coaches and athletes out there trying to make do with what we have right now. I will talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Please subscribe, like, and comment on iTunes. My favorite podcast hosts are Alyssa Gadeski and Haley Chura. My favorite editor is Aaron Hamilton. The Iron Women podcast is a live feisty media production.